This podcast deals with adult subject matter, including depictions of drug addiction, prostitution, sexual assault, and rape. Parental guidance is suggested. Officer Daniel Holtzclaw with the police department for three years is accused of raping and sexually assaulting women he pulled over while on the job. He said, come on, come on, just a minute, just a minute. I said, sir, I can't do this. I said, you're going to shoot. Tell me your description of him. He's black. He's, okay. Black male. What did your daughter tell you? She said, I met this really hot cop. So this is good evidence? Well, you tell me. The following episode contains investigative events, which occurred August 15th, 2014. Welcome back to Bates Investigates, Season 1, In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw. This is Episode 15. In the last episode, I covered the allegations of 51-year-old Northeast Oklahoma City resident Carla Johnson, who was interviewed by Oklahoma City Police sex crimes detective Kim Davis on August 14th, 2014. That interview was allegedly not recorded. However, records show that on that same day, Detective Davis also met with 53-year-old accuser Florine Mathis a second time. While her first interview was video and audio recorded, the second meeting was allegedly not. Also on this date, Detective Gregory met with and interviewed 41-year-old Northeast Oklahoma City resident Tabitha Barnes. You'll recall that interview, which was allegedly also not recorded, was cut short when Barnes became incoherent and was unable to stay awake. Detective Gregory made plans with her to return the next morning. On that next day, August 15, 2014, Detective Gregory went to try to interview accuser Barnes for a second time, but she wasn't home. Detective Davis visits with accusers Mathis and Johnson yet again at separate locations to get DNA samples from both of them. Those encounters were not recorded. Detective Gregory, unable to locate accuser Barnes, drives over and interviews 41-year-old Northeast Oklahoma City resident Carla Raines. According to Detective Gregory's official investigative report, which I have published on this episode's homepage at HoltzClawTrial.com, Quote, on 8-15-14, I met with Carla at her residence in the 1300 block of Northeast 18th. I had been trying to contact Carla through phone calls and by going by her residence leaving my card. Carla contacted me on this date and advised she would speak with me. I advised Carla I had a possible tip that maybe she was the victim of a sexual assault. I was given her name through Lieutenant Musney on a list of possible victims. See Supplemental. She advised she would speak with me in person." End quote. Now I want you to pay very close attention to this next quote. It's literally the second paragraph of Detective Gregory's report. Quote, Carla advised that she was stopped by an officer who made her expose her breasts. He did not touch her inappropriately but made her expose herself to him. I asked Carla to explain." End quote. Seems simple enough, doesn't it? Detective Gregory makes contact with someone whose name appears on this mysterious list, and what do you know? They're a victim. But it's actually not that simple. 
To hear or read Detective Gregory's report, it definitely sounds like he simply knocked on the door and the interviewee just came right out and shared how she had been victimized. I'm going to play for you now the actual recording of that interview. Before today, this interview has never been played in its entirety for the public other than at the jury trial. I want you to decide for yourself if Detective Gregory's report is a fair or biased portrayal of his interview with Carla Raines. In particular, when does she get around to claiming she's a victim? How many times does she deny being a victim of any officer? And does it seem like Detective Gregory is leading or coaxing her to say exactly what he wants? Have a listen for yourself. Knock, knock. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Okay, get my, put my belt on and get my ID and stuff out. You're fine. How you doing, Carl? Uh, I'm hey, doing I'm fine. I'm Detective Gregory. Yeah, you have a seat. Well, um, I didn't think I was kind of being clear about what I was asking. That's the reason I wanted to meet you face to face. Yeah, because, I mean, I ain't, like I said, I cleaned my life up, so I haven't been out on those streets. I haven't had, this is my ID. But I was telling You're you fine. I had lost my ID, but I got, this is my current address, this address. Uh -huh. But my last ID, see, I was supposed to call and report it. I forget it because that's what happened to me before because I ain't had no warrants or nothing. I didn't want nobody to try to use my name uh -huh. and uh, end up, and I'm, we done got stopped and then taking me to jail for robbing a bank or something. <laughs> so you're wanting your ID back? Is that no, no, no. I lost my ID. I was just oh, you lost it? Yeah, this is a new one and I lost my old one. It's okay. Okay. Just in the past year, or we could say two, but I'm going to focus in on mainly like this year, 2014, but let's go back just a year. Uh -huh. Okay. Have you ever come to any contact where an officer has been inappropriate? No. You ever had to expose yourself to them? No. Okay. Right. I haven't really had no, I had, I think, like, one con one, one contact since this year, and uh, it was just, no, two. Well, actually, I wasn't driving, and I was in the passenger seat, but I, you know, so I sat there my ID and everything. Okay. But, mm-mm. I don't be on the streets no more. I don't do drugs and all that kind of stuff. See, I don't. But you, you wasn't asked to if you had any drugs on you, anything like that, and you had to expose myself. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. I mean, an officer uh, this year. Hi. Oh, that's my mother. Oh, How you doing? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I think I am. Sometimes I pretend to be. <laughs> Uh, no, uh-uh. How did you get my name anyway on something like this? Well, this is the deal. We've got several victims. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we're trying to go back on this guy. And I'm, he's a pretty bad guy. Was he was he uh, addressing himself as an officer or? Oh, you got some oh, cops in Oklahoma. Do what? Oklahoma. Why do you 
folks is crazy. <laughs> uh, as far as, because I haven't really been on the streets and stuff that, that much. So, but I mean, I know what you're talking about. I just can't really talk in front of her, but uh, I know what you're talking about as far as, uh, but I haven't, you know, what was he, what you mean, exposing stuff as far as like asking for prostitution or? Uh, Not even necessarily for prostitutes, but he tries to, he's having women do different things. Oh, thinking he, they gonna go to jail if they do a favor for him, he wouldn't. There you go. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Within the past year, I really can't really recall. Uh, and, and how I come across your name is, is this: is that um, anybody with like a anybody he's been running? Okay. Now we kind of came up with a list. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's been in the only area. And the problem is, is, I've been in this area. See, this is the only one I even got the prosecutor. This is the only area that I was in, and I guess like about three or four months because I had been to detox. When they first started open, because I used to be right down the street. But then from 19th, but 20th, on down to maybe 17th within this area. That was the area that I was, that's the area, the main area that I was in the prostitution in. And, uh, I mean, you have some men stop with themselves already exposed. And, uh, you know, they'll have you play with them, you know, by they stand or they play with themselves. I mean, it's a couple of men that does that. Mm -hmm. They play with themselves. They already have their self exposed when they stop you. And um, then they hand they you like $20 through the, through the window. And um, this has been a couple of men you know, that does that. Yeah. Now, are you talking about cops, or are you talking? I don't about know. I don't know if there be cops or not. Sometimes, you know, I've never had a uniform officer. Okay. It's only one officer that I know. A few years back, he used to. Oh, this is before OU was only going to 16th Street. And that he was a black cop. They used to come around here, you know. Um, but, but like to say, if I mean, he done stopped and got stopped by him, but he didn't question me. But he's just like. Uh, I I've seen a girl that exposed her breast to him before, you know, but as far as him threatening to arrest somebody or they okay. I've never seen that before but okay. Well and and the short list that we've had a lot of them something's happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's and no one came forward or anything. We had to go to the them. Yeah. And so that's why you know why? Because you know what? It's like this. If they do come forward, a lot of times you you gotta know what they got to deal with, what you guys don't see that we have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? They want to say like they want to search you, or they search the car, or something like that, and that could cause you a lot of problems out here. Especially the women that be out here. Even it's like you walking down the street sometimes. I even got stopped coming. I used to live right here on 14th in McKellen. Um, McKellen. Okay. I was walking this officer in a black car stopped me. And he, I said, why are you stopping me? He, was, he asked me, I said, I live right here on 14th. I'm, I was just a block, two blocks from my house. And he was just like, well, we just want to talk to you. I said, well, what you want to talk to me for? And so he searched me. He searched me and everything like that. You know how they raise your people all and all this stuff. He searched me. And I'm like, uh, I'm right around the corner from my house. What do you want from me? And he was like, uh, well, we, I just want to talk. He had me in the car for like 30, 45 minutes. Right there on 16th. How long ago? This was last year. 
it was the summertime because I remember it, was, it was, had just turned night and I left my house on 14th. We stayed in Port, in between Kellum and uh, uh, Missouri. But he had you search how? I mean, how did he search you? Like, you know how they search your pockets? and then you I know how I... Yeah, no, but you, you know how they raise your bra, have you raise your shirt up and raise your bra up and shake it out? Okay, and but nothing above. Did he have you lift your bra? Yeah, you have to raise your shirt up. Lift your bra. Yeah, you have to lift your shirt up, lift your bra, shake them out, and make sure ain't nothing. Like he say, make sure you ain't got nothing in between, you know, your breasts. And I know a man cop ain't supposed to do that. I know a man cop is not. You can empty your pockets, but he is not supposed to touch you. They're supposed to call a female officer. That I do know. But there was no female officer called. It was at nighttime. I was by myself, and he stopped me and searched me and everything and um had me to raise I, my shirt up do my bra did you have your breasts exposed yeah you have to you have to you have to raise your shirt up take the inside of your bra and raise it up and so he said make sure ain't nothing okay there's, you understand what i'm saying yeah but, but it, i know what you're talking about that's the clasp not, and shake no it's to raise your shirt up and raise your bra up <laughs> Did he say to do that? Yeah, he said that he needed to check to see if I had anything. Oh, I'm like, where is the well, female officer? I said, well, I got my ID. Why are you searching me? He's like, well, we just want to talk to you to make sure you're safe. How am I not safe? I'm two blocks from the house. He said we? Was there two of them? No, nope, it was only one. Mm -hmm. He just said we. Well, what did he look like? He was he was a nice looking man. He was kind of, kind of, like you said, probably about five, nine, six feet, something like that. Tall. Uh... He wasn't like, I can't really say if he was Caucasian or Mexican because he was brown skinned and had dark hair. And um, and like I said, he just had me to raise my was he fat? Was he? Mm -mm, he was nice built. Mm -mm, he wasn't Built fat. like how? Like, like he worked out. You could tell that he took care of his body. Now, and uh, he just had me to raise my shirt up, raise my bra up, shake like my but breast. he asked you to raise your bra. Yeah, you raise. You have to raise your shirt. I can say it, because I know if a female does it, she don't raise your shirt all the way. You know how you know how it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he had to uh, the belly, maybe yeah, a clasp, maybe uh, a shake. I know what you're talking about. That's not what I did. I raised my shirt. But why up. did you? Uh, and I'm trying to ask this in the right way. Right. Why did you do that? Because he asked me to. He said to see if I had anything on me, and I'm like, my at my house is right here. I'm, he said, well, where are you going? I said, is it against the law for me to walk the neighbor? I know people over here. Anything with your pants or anything? No, he, he had me to do my pants like this. Like, you know, he touched my pockets and stuff to make sure I had, which I have tight pants on, so you can tell I had it in my pockets. So I had to raise my shirt up, raise my bra up, and shake it out. And he, he talked to me about 45 minutes, and um, then he let me go. He said, we just uh, we just want to make sure you're okay. And I... I was like, what am I, what's, what's wrong, what? Excuse me, uh, Twin Henry, that big Bible So, yeah. uh, that's what he said me to do. He just talked to me like different stuff. He didn't ask me about no drugs. He didn't ask me about no, no, uh, like no houses where they get drugs. And he didn't ask me none of that. He just said that, uh. I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna take some notes this time. Okay. Okay, he just asked me, you know. How long ago you think that was? This was last year. It wasn't cold outside. It was. It was kind of. It windy. was last year. No, it wasn't uh, chilly. When we stayed over there for 14, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that cold outside. Cause I remember I didn't have no jacket. Let me make sure I get. Yeah. But it was right off of here, off. Of, you know where 
uh, 16th and Fun Shield is. I was on 16th, but I was it was by Fun Shield. Okay. And so it was. He was in a black 16th? police car. Mm-hmm. On 16th Street by Fun Shield. He was in a black car. And a black police car. All black. Mm-hmm. That's the one with the police on the with, side. With, uh, sheriff or whatever the blue writing is on the side, and he stopped me. And at what time you think it was? It was like about nine, ten. It was dark. It was about ten, something like that. And uh, you was walking alone. Mm-hmm. I was by myself. He somebody. He just wanted to make sure. But you was on 16th or you were on Fonshire? I was on 16th by Fonshire. I was. Just, I just passed like a couple of feet past Fonshire. I was on the north side of the street. I remember that. Okay. And so he, t- talk me through it. I know you kind of ran down through it, but I want to. Yeah. Okay. okay. So he stopped. First he went back, then he came back around and he stopped me. And he was. I said, uh, "Is there a problem, officer?" He said, "No." He said, uh, "We." I said, "Well, what you stopped me for?" He's like. Uh, where you going? I, I said, he said, where you coming from? I said, home. He said, where you living? I said, on 14th Street. And he was like, um, well, where you going to? I said, I'm just going to business, just going to hang out. I said, is it a problem with that? He's like, no. So he asked me, did I have anything on me? I said, no, in which I had on some pants kind of like this. Okay, so you had on like like shorts, uh, like jean shorts? Yeah, and he had and he had me to, um, he touched my pockets, like my behind, my behind and my uh, front pockets. And then I had to raise my shirt. He up. touched it, or, or you touched no, it? No, he did. Is this before? You, did you ever sit in the back seat of the car? Yeah, I was before I got in the back seat of the car. Okay, this is before. Seat. Yeah, he had me in the back seat. After I did all of this. Okay, so before before you sat down, mm-hmm. he does this. Okay. Right. So anything on you, you say no. Okay. And um, you know, touch my pockets or whatever. I was like, see, I said my pants are too tight for me for you to even if it was anything on me, and so I had your to, front. Did he do the back? Have his hand or just no, the front? No, it was just it was just like like this. So it was like pat sir. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know you had to raise my shirt up. I had so, to raise my shirt now up. Now this is the part that I'm I'm want to make sure that I understand. Okay. So the next thing is, did he ask if you had anything in your shirt? Yeah. He's just like you got anything. He's like uh, anything in your under top. I was like nope. So I had to raise my shirt. He had to raise my shirt up, and I had to say exactly how he he said. It. He was just like anything else on, you know, top part. And I was like, no. And so he was just like, uh, and he was just like, well, I, you know, I have to check you. And, you know, I thought, I thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, I'm a female officer. ain't supposed to touch a female. Okay, so, so he says, I have to check you. So what? So you I sh- did the raising up. I had to raise on my shirt. And I had to take my bra, raise okay. up my shirt. Hang on. I'm sorry. Right S- sorry. That's, yeah. okay. So you raise your shirt. Right here. To right uh, here. Just above the breast. Right above my breast. And I had to take my bra, because he, my breast now what, fell out. Tell me exactly what he's saying through this. No, he was just looking at me. So he doesn't, he just says, I have to check you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then you raise your shirt. I raised my shirt up right here, and I raised my bra up. And I had to shake it out. Now, before you said, he said something. I want to know what he told you to do. Uh, he just, to make sure I hadn't have anything up here. Uh-huh. That's what he said. So I raised my shirt. He didn't touch me. I had to raise my shirt up. But he asked you to raise your shirt? Yeah, he said he needed to make sure that I didn't have anything up here okay. in my bra. So you raise your shirt. Raise my shirt What's up right the next here. thing he asked? Nothing. So I had to raise my shirt up right here because uh-huh. I, I know the routine. So I just raised my shirt up right here, and uh, which I found kind of funny because he said, you know, he I had to do it. So I raised my shirt up, and I took my bra. My breast came out. My breast came out. I said, see, I don't have anything. And, you know, I kind of flicked my bra like this. 
and then I put my breast back in my bra and rolled my shirt up and so he he um, put me in the back seat. Okay, hang on. Okay. And maybe I misunderstood you before. I thought he asked you He asked to me lift if I had shirt. anything up here. Right. Okay, he so asked. To you. me, I take it as, you know, uh, he was like, well, do you have any? Because my, my pocket's like this, and he asked me if I had anything up here. So, no, I don't have anything on So, me. he didn't tell you to pull your bra up. You just did it. It was more or less like a motion to where... Uh, uh, I'm trying to hurt to get away from him, so because you like I said, I'm in the neighborhood. Somebody see you in the neighborhood, that's not good. Or they see a police, you know, stop you, whatever. Because anybody, everybody saying if you talk to a police, you snitch. So therefore, I raised. I said, see, look, I don't have anything on me. Okay. So he, he said he had to make sure. Okay. This is what he told me. He said I need to make sure. So I need I to said, check okay. you. Need to make sure. So then that's when you lift your shirt. Shut up. Right here, and then I took my bra and I did it like this. Okay. And my breast. So he didn't out. ask you to take your bra. You no, just he just said he needed to make sure. Okay. He needed to make sure. Okay. And then, then you put everything up. Mm-hmm. And he just he had a conversation with me like he read my name. He had me in the back of the police car, and he read my name. Uh, I said I don't have no warrants. I don't have no tickets. Or anything like that. I said, uh, and he's like, well, he needed to make sure that. And I was like, what's the purpose of you stopping me? He's like, well, we just, he said, we just going around stopping girls and stopping people. He said, girls and people in the neighborhood to make sure that they okay. I said, well, why are you doing that? I mean, I didn't understand that. So that's what he said to make sure that um, people are okay. And so I just, when I walked, matter of fact, I turned down this, no, the, uh, um, I was, I turned down, because uh, when he did that, I, I backtracked and went down Prospect, and I came up 17th Street. When I got to the corner of 17th, I saw somebody that I knew, and I was talking to him, and he came back around and told the man that uh, uh, if he didn't go, because police lights had blinded him, and he said, if he didn't go, I said, I told him, I said, go ahead and give me a ride over here and drop me off on 16th. So he said, okay. And he said, and the police, and the same cop, he pulled up, and he had his lights on him, and he's like, if you don't go, I'm going to take you to jail. That's what he told the man. But the man, the reason why he didn't, he didn't go right away, because when he pulled up, his lights blinded him through his mirrors. And so that's when he said that. So the guy, he got upset, because he was like, why is you flashing his, you know, but he didn't say anything. So the guy just went in, the police just went on, he just went on around him and kept on going. So after running in everything, he just lets you go? Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Besides the whole pants check, did he touch you at any other time? No, just, I just exposed my breasts. You ever dealt with him before? No, but I've never even seen him again. You said he's about how tall? He looks like he's about six, six feet, something like that. Um, I can't say whether he's white or mixed because he, I know he had brown skin and he was nice looking. He looked you like said he white was, and brown. He was like light brown skin, like a like a Mexican, kind of like a tan kind of, like his skin was tan. Okay. And he had black hair, and you know it was neatly done. And uh, you can tell that he worked out. You can tell that. What do you think he'd weigh? I, probably like 210, something like that. I don't know, somewhere in the like that because he was tall. 
And that was the last Any time scars, I saw him. marks, tattoos? Mm-mm, I didn't notice none of that because it was kind of dark. And, and Did he you had catch me in the his name seat. or anything? Mm-mm. He had me in the back seat. He had me down like about 30, 45 minutes. And he was just running my name. Up my he ever tell you to put your shirt back down or anything? Or you just no, I did just it? did it on my own. Mm-hmm. Did you take it like you had to lift your, your Yes, bra? I did. That's the reason why I did it. Yes. Why, why did because he was articulate like, he that to me? Because he was like, you need to check to make sure I didn't have anything on me. And I'm like, so I don't have nothing on me. And I, you know, I was like, see, and I did it like that. And so he was kind of like standing there. So I, cause I kind of raised my shirt up, and he was just like looking at me. So I just went ahead. See, I don't have any, and I exposed my breast, and I said, "See, I don't have anything on me." So you left the, sh the this shirt. Is my shirt. What's up. this very? Did he say something in between the shirt and the no, pull in the bra? Just, no, he was just looking. He just looked. Yeah, a flashlight on you or anything mm -mm, like that. Mm -mm. Where was you standing when all this? I was standing on the north side of the street, because uh, I had just as far as, as far as where the car was. Uh, uh, right by the right beside the car, he was like standing. We was towards the back of the car, and um, it was kind of dark on that street. And because it's like where the good time house where they, but it was it closed like you know when the sun started going down, it closed. So I was I had walked past there and I crossed the street on, on 16th and I was walking on 16th and I a few feet past Fund Shield. And then I had crossed the street. I was on the north side of the street. That's when he pulled up because he went around first. He passed me up and then he came back around where his car was facing west. So because he was saying, you know, he needed to check you, and mm -hmm. did he ever motion to pull your bra? Not really, but he was looking at my shirt, like looking looking toward my top area, because he was like, I just need to make sure there's nothing on you. I mean, he repeated that twice. So that's when I raised my shirt up and said, see, I told you I don't have nothing on me. He repeated it twice. He said it twice. So that's what I raised Let me ask you up. this. All your stops, mm -hmm. any cops. Have you ever pulled your breast out like that before? Mm -mm. Not even with the female cop. Female cop, I always just take it and do it like this. Why this time? I don't know. I was by myself. I don't know. I was by myself. And it was like, say, it wasn't that many. That good time house was closed. It wasn't that much traffic. And I had just left my house. And, and I know this is kind of, I've got a. I've got like a record, mm -hmm. okay, but I don't have like every time you stop. So I just, just kind of a guesstimate. How many times do you think you've been stopped, right searched there, like that? Once right there, and like one time, it was during the daytime. I'm saying how many times, not even searched like that. Mm -hmm. How many times do you think you've been searched like where you've never had to do anything like that before? That's the only time I ever had to do anything. But out like how many stops you think? That I've had to search like that? Not, no, not like that, but I'm just saying appropriately. Appropriately, I got stopped once from going down the street over there on 23rd, and they, but he, they was looking for drugs because he immediately detained me, but there wasn't no drugs or anything in the car. And then one time it was two females, they stopped me, which I was coming from the neighborhood, I was leaving from the neighborhood, I was walking up Everest. Cause I just had my jacket in somebody's house. It was kind of cold outside, so I before it got nighttime, I had stopped. I knew where I left my jacket, so I went and got my jacket and left. I went there like three minutes. They don't stay there no more. It's just on Twentieth um, Street in Everest. I mean, uh, uh, um, what's that street? Not Everest. Um, the next street from Everest. But when I saw, I came back up Twentieth Street, walking up Everest. But it was I was by Seventeenth. But they didn't. Um, 
she just kind of like did like this. It was a female officer, two females. Okay. She just did like this. How old do you think this guy was? I'm 44. He looked like the he one was over here. Over here, he looked like he was probably uh, late 30s, uh, you know, something like that. But like I said, he he looked like he take care of himself. So you really can guess his age, and you can be wrong that he's uh, younger. But then again, his age, he looked like one of the type where his age can he can be older, but. You can guess that he was young because he took care. He looked like he take care of us. Any other time you can think of? Mm -mm, that was the only time. Nothing further. Mm -mm, that was the only time. Okay. And I've never seen that cop again, ever. It's usually they had the same cops coming through the neighborhood to be familiarized who's doing what. Right. But I've never seen that police officer again. I'm trying to look for some other girls. Same, same type of deal. I, I don't. They're not in trouble. You know what, Pamela Nash. But I know Pam, but I don't know where she's at. Yeah. Cause see, I don't hang out no more like I used to. Yeah. So. It's kind of like since they done, since they got rid of all them stuff down that way, I don't hang out no more. I haven't seen Pam. I seen uh, one time. That's within the last few months, though. I only seen her once, but I don't know where she's. Have you ever on. heard of any other girls? Mm -mm, but I don't talk like to nobody that I just. You never. This you said about a year ago. You said it was. It was, it was warm kinda, out. No, it was kind of. I had a. Uh, it was it was nighttime. I think I had like a little bitty jacket on. I had on something. I know I had on a shirt, and he was just like, and I took everything out, which I just had my ID because I always kept my ID in my back pocket if I don't have my purse. And like I said, he just had me. I just you know he was like, well, I just need to make sure so that I took it as. But he said it twice. For yeah, you. so for me to raise up my shirt and everything. Okay. So it was just, but you think it's been in the last year? Yeah, because it was my mama was standing over there and she just moved over here. Okay. Could we, you think you can narrow down the time period? It was like, uh, was it around my birthday? No, it was, it was like, like the September, October or something like that. Somewhere in like that. It was just kind of chilly, but it wasn't cold out. But me, I have low iron so okay. it, it, it be cold to me. But that's the only time I've never seen that cop again. And I usually see the same ones that circle around the neighborhood that used to come through here, come down through there, you see the same ones. But I've never seen that police officer again. I've never seen that. Okay. That's the only time. Okay, I think that covers I, I just didn't think I was being clear on the on the phone when we talked. You was being quite clear, but like I said, that's the only time that I had that happen to me when I was on the south side. And we couldn't say that I was prosecuting because I wasn't. I was at the gas station. On the, on the Yeah, deal. and that's, he exposed himself to me. It was a black officer. He, I guess they were doing some type of sting or whatever. Sting, yeah, advice. Yeah. yeah. And he, he exposed himself to me. And I was just so scared to be, like, good right around the yard, but he'd be undressed. And they'll stop, like, Man, I'm, you know, I can't, I have real, some real bad to say to me and do like that. Well, that's nasty. Why would you be riding around like that? You know, and this one okay. guy, he, like I said, this one white guy, he did that. And turns guy, he just said, I just want you to stand here. I said, okay, he gave me $20. Hey, <laughs> I ain't gonna turn down no money, but he didn't touch me. He didn't get out of his car. I didn't get in his car. But that, like I said, that was the only time that I happened to me. I've never seen that police officer again, and I'm, I've been in this neighborhood for a few years that I would know if I seen him again, but I've never okay. seen that man again. Okay. Well. Uh, I hope I helped you, but like I said, that's you did. Time. You did. You did. Um, you probably see something a little later on, pretty okay. soon.
Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm on my way downtown. I gotta go see the hiring at the fair. Hey, what's a what's a phone number? For my mother's number. Which is Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for meeting mm -hmm. with me. Uh -huh. I, I do appreciate it. And yes, you were a big help. Okay. okay. All right. That's a shame they're taking advantage of people like that. Uh, very much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was just like, I need to make sure. No, no. So I just, like I said, I had to well, raise. I feel like I, that's what he was telling me. Because, I mean. Because then you have to get appointments. You got to go downtown. No. What happened is if you, you complain and about up. them or write them up and you be on these streets by yourself. That's where the they problem comes. Yes, that's up. no. The thing is, they can cause problems for you as far as why I can let such and such. I know where such and such is that got this house of some drug. I can put the word out on you that you're doing this because they can have the neighborhood, the, the people in the neighborhood that is got them houses, they can have them do something to you by them putting the word out on you. That's the kind of stuff that they do. That I do know. Who's, who's you know, like, say like, for instance, uh, like that incident, if you report, if I can report, if I report this man with the kind of stuff that the officers will do, they allow the deal, you know how, they, you know how they, it goes in the neighborhood with the dealers or, or, or the ones that you use that's hanging out on the streets. Just for clarification, this is where the recording just suddenly cuts off. I'm going to break down Carla Raines' allegations and any evidence that does or does not support them in the next episode. But beyond that, I think this recorded interview is absolutely critical and has implications with so many of the other encounters with alleged victims and the resulting criminal allegations. Carla Raines is so caught off guard by Detective Gregory. I truly don't think she realizes how honest I personally believe she is being, and how, in my opinion, she clears up so much of what is actually going on on the streets of Northeast Oklahoma City. Did you catch that Detective Rocky Gregory interjected the term, quote, clasp and shake? And that accuser Reigns knew exactly what he was talking about and indicates it's something officers do routinely. Is Detective Gregory and the prosecution utilizing a well-known and accepted, yet humiliating, police procedure as a noose around Officer Holtzclaw's neck? You'll have to wait until next episode to hear my thoughts. In the meantime, feel free to read the entire report for yourself. You'll notice Oklahoma City sex crimes detective Rocky Gregory doesn't even once mention that Carla Raines denies being a victim. This is where I'm going to end this episode. I hope you'll join me for the next. This serialized podcast of the state of Oklahoma versus Daniel Holtzclaw follows the timeline and perspective of the investigation, but with the scrutiny of the defense. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and give us a five-star review. If you'd like to know more and see many of the files used to compile this episode, please visit this season's homepage at HoltzclawTrial.com. You can also follow updates on this season's Facebook page at In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw or on Twitter and Instagram at HoltzclawTrial. Bates Investigates Season 1, In Defense of Daniel Holtzclaw, is researched, produced, and edited by me, Brian Bates. This has been a Bug Stomper production. Do 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 do. Huh? <laughs> Bugs.